You belong, you belong, you belong, you belong to the Merry Marble Marching Society. March along, march along, march along. Welcome to the Road to Infinity. Here we are with a, uh, another bullpen bulletin. So we're going to talk a little bit about the news. Uh, we will be uh, having our Spider-Man Far From Home full gigantic episode. We'll discuss it in depth. Uh, but in the meantime, we wanted to, to you know, because there's so much Marvel news coming out so fast right now, that we really wanted to cover some of that before we get in deep to there. So we'll talk a little bit about Far From Home, uh, but then that'll be for a little bit later on. So joining me as always is Rob. Hey. Hey. So uh, we actually got to see Far From Home together. It's going to be a, a nice quirk. Uh, so we, we discussed it a little bit. But we didn't discuss it in depth, just sort of like walking from the theater to the cars because we knew we wanted to save that discussion for you the listeners but and plus plus we may have i may have seen it once two or three times but also <laughs> before and after yeah before and after yes yeah, so no twice in one day let's just all say is no spoilers <laughs> i saw it twice in one day and that, that that's a testament to how much we liked it so yeah, yeah I, I say as, as a spoiler for the episode comes out we really really liked it so yeah. but that's what we're here to talk about we're here to talk about marvel news so what is our first item so crazy amount. So so this is a little bit of follow up to what we talked about last time. Endgame. We're, we're not done yet, right? Um, Endgame. Yeah, Endgame had the re-release. Uh, we I did not go see it because it kind of you could find out everything that was new, and there wasn't anything new in the movie. It all came after the credits. Um, some additional stuff. I think there was the the yeah, one see, unfinished what is, what is scene. For those who there was us, I I also did not go either because I didn't think it was that compelling. So the new content they put in to get people to go back out, which is a noble effort because right, they really want them to be an Avatar, uh, was a deleted scene, an unfinished scene uh, with the Hulk saving people from a burning building, I believe. Which sounds so interesting, to, but it also sounds like a DVD extra. To take place between, to take place so you know in context where he's been before you see him in the diner. Right. Yeah. It, would, it put right in there. So that's the first time you see the Hulk afterwards. Right. Is the Smart Hulk working with the fire department and then also being seen as a hero, not as a monster. Right. So I get it, but I also can understand why they deleted. It. I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen the scene, but uh, from the description, that's what it was. And then there was an introduction by the Russos. I think just talking basically about Endgame and, and things. And then a scene from Far From Home, but I, I don't know which scene. Did you get that information? No, actually, no. Okay, yeah, so there was a yeah. scene from Far From Home, but it's, it's sort of, uh, why wouldn't you just go see Far From Home instead? <laughs> right, I, it, was, it, was, it was a scene from Far From Home. I mean, uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't so anything I, crazier. I appreciate the gesture, but it was, seemed like a half-hearted effort. They were giving out a really cool poster. Yeah, well, that's of, of that the, pretty cool. Of the, I know, we did see that, and my daughter and I were like, wow, we really got to get that. And I was like, no, we have no more wall space, so stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so, I mean, that's cool. So here's the deal, though. Yeah. How did their little, their little plan work? Yeah, not great. Um, well, I mean, okay, so I'm looking at it right now. Right now. Mm-hmm. They, they are $14 million away. Oh really? Oh, so it did work a little bit because last it worked I a little heard bit. before the weekend was they were about thirty. No, they're right now box box office mojo. Avatar sits at two point seven eight eight. Mm-hmm. Endgame two point seven seven three. Come on, Endgame! Even just by a dollar. I mean, they're like, and, and it's like fourteen spot. and a half because because technically it's it's like fourteen and a half million. I mean, come on. And here's the weird thing: if you have this the other news on Endgame, they announced the the Blu-ray and the Ultra four K releases the end of July. That's so, right. Yeah, I'm curious to see how much deleted stuff on there because the Infinity War 
uh, was pretty lean in terms of what they had. So I'm hoping because they were keeping all their secrets that we'll right. see a lot more behind-the-scenes stuff in that one. But uh, I've been excited disappointed in Marvel lately. They have been getting skimpier and skimpier with their extras. Well, there's a lot. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot in those. I, I imagine especially these a last lot. couple. I mean, for the size yeah. of this movie and the size of the stuff that was cut out. I mean, even just for the for the grand experiment, you can't tell me you couldn't find an hour's worth of behind-the-scenes footage to put together about this amazing adventure they went on for a year of filming. I mean, for God's sakes, there's probably 30 hours of stuff for Lord of the Rings, and they shot for about the same amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. So... Are they going to beat? Are they going to beat Avatar? I would have to think. Yeah, they still will because I hope so. Globally, there's yeah. got to be 15 million left in the tank. Yeah, there has to be. I would be shocked if there wasn't. Um, but it's going to be like by it's going to be by like three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, they're just going to keep it in theaters. For yeah, they just keep it in, even Some, just for those couple couple bucks every time. It'll somebody's grandma time. and grandpa is going to be like, first yeah, we should go see this Endgame movie. Like, I mean, that's what's going to end up happening. So that's fine. Um, and then the last little bit of Endgame news was was there? Okay, the Russos in their continuing quest to befuddle everyone. <laughs> this was uh, a comicbook.com actually ran a story on this like about a week or two ago. They're teasing that again, you could they could return to Captain America's story of what happened in his in between time. Yeah. And that's for real. And, I, and, I, and honestly, I mean, you know, Chris Evans absolutely is going to go off and do other things. Yes. I, but, you know, one day that that truckload of cash <laughs> is going to look really good. <laughs> so that, that's true. That's true. Who and, knows? and the way they have set up that alternate universe, he could come back older. You know, as like Chris Evans in, in five years, in 10 years. You know, looking yeah. a little bit older, you know, a little gray or whatever, he absolutely could come back and it would be perfectly in line with that because they could say it's further down that Cap's timeline. But interesting that that's, um, and we'll get into this when we get into some upcoming Comic-Con news. Yes, you, they may get more, there may be more to, to be revealed about this, but yes. it's, it's, they're definitely leaving the door open. So. No, I, not, I, not on this. Tease, yeah, exactly. I think yeah. they're teasing all this kind of stuff, but I think the Captain America... Uh, I would say the Steve Rogers Captain America. I think that's all wrapped up. I don't you think we're seeing any other alternate versions or additional stuff for that. Right, right, right. Um, okay, so so here, so so I'm going to go a little sideways here on some Marvel movie news. Uh, I think we've got confirmation Venom Two is happening. Yes, mm-hmm. that was that was pretty clear. The Tom Hardy's going to be back. They don't really know anything beyond that. Yeah, um, but that's interesting. I, I, I it sounds like a little bit like a broken record, but uh, the how it should have ended guys just released their Venom episode, and man, it's really good. Yeah, check that out. Yes, <laughs> they they, they uh, have their version where the whole movie could have been wrapped up in the first ten minutes. That was sort of, when you see it, you go, "Oh yeah, that's true." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I, I, I say I don't want to steal your thunder. Did you? Do you have uh, in your uh, news reports? Do you have about Tom Holland's contract? No. Wait. Go oh, ahead. Okay. So this is the. So that this is this will be my news piece because it ties directly into this. So the, there's always been this speculation: um, Would Spider-Man show up in Venom? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Because I, mean, I mean, I had a. Even back before Venom came out, there was all this stuff about he makes a cameo. Tom Holland's going to be there. He's going to be in there. And the closer they got, they had to keep saying, no, he's seriously, he's not. He's not. And, and of course, he, he didn't and he wasn't. And, he, and from the sounds of it, he won't. Uh, be, well, but, it, would, it would be even more confusing now if they did. Right. But here's what we, uh, it's come out. Because now that 
things we're in a transitional period you know we're in this weird between phases thing uh the now once again i i guess i would chalk this up as rumors but from what uh they has been put out there tom holland's contract has been cited basically and someone said this is what it was and the Actually, this, and I'll go into what Sony's contract is, too, because both those things came out at the same time. Um, Tom Holland's contract was for three Spider-Man movies and three Spider-Man appearances. So that is what he was contracted for. So that would be uh, Civil War, uh, Avengers Endgame, and Avengers Infinity, Infinity War. War. Sorry, I put that in the wrong order. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, it would be Homecoming. Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, and then... Spider-Man graduation day, whatever it's going to be. And that, and, and officially then, that is it. So, he at that point could just walk away. Like, he could be like, I've done my time. Now, I, I don't, for a young guy, and as much fun as he seems to be having, I don't see that happening. However, they're going to have to back up that Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr. Brinks truck. Right. <laughs> in order to bring it back, because, you know, I can tell you, as a fan, speaking for a small contingent of fans, we don't want a new Spidey. Oh, like, yeah, no. No, absolutely not. <laughs> pay him what he asks for. Give him the RDJ right. deal. He is worth it. We love our current Spider-Man. Do not change him, please, and thank you. Right. Uh, okay, so then the other part of it was, what is the Sony Marvel contract? So this also got, got put out there. So the Sony Marvel contract says, uh, you know, between the split of them, um, our deal is if the Spider-Man movie that, that Marvel creates and that we have creative control over basically are just releasing does not make a billion dollars, then we take him back. This is insane. Who who agreed to this? I know. It's a weird thing. It's, it's so strange on both ends. Like, like when this first came out, it was sort of like a, a weird deal to begin with. But now the details come out, it's even weirder. So, like, that was the deal. And, like, and you know what? It worked. So the first one, clear billion dollars, no problem. And so the second one... Made six hundred million dollars in its opening weekend. So yeah, it's no the first the first six days. It's gonna it's gonna make a billion dollars. Of oh, course, yeah, so it's going to make a billion dollars. There's no question of that. So they're they're safe again for whatever for the third. So basically they they're they're sort of locked in for the third. After that, then all bets are off. So there is a weird scenario <laughs> where oh, in geez. four years. Sony could be making their own Spider-Man movies away from Marvel with Again. their own new actor playing Spider-Man. Again. <laughs> so why does this tie into Venom? Spider-Man is not going to show up in Venom 2. It is not going to happen. I'm saying it here now before the podcast world. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, there's it's no way. Not, it's not going to happen. He's not, he's not in your, any contractual obligation. They would have to pay him as a solo performer. And if I was a... If I was... Anywhere near his agency, I would be at least saying, yeah, let's start the negotiations at $10 million for about 10 minutes of screen time. Right, right. Let's go into Marlon Brando territory. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's we'll literally... Yeah. I mean, that's... No, that, no that's crazy. It, well, you know, the, what's interesting, though, is... Like, that makes you think then... And I and I think you can cut well, again. We don't know until Comic Con and D twenty three. Yep. But I'm thinking that the big team up, the big worlds collide MCU movies are probably off for a while. I would think so. I think that they're not going to try anything as big as Endgame 
anytime soon. No, I mean, like, well, especially that's amazing. If his original deal was six movies, yeah. three and three, and they're literally almost done, they yeah. only have one left. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, I mean, that's that's interesting. But yeah, the billion dollars. I mean, I, when I read that, I was like, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I, sort of, I wonder if they did it as a pie in the sky, like, all right, if your movie can make a billion dollars, then you can do another one. It's, and then, and, and just like, uh, here, hold my beer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch. Um, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, you know what? Look, it's yeah, I agree with you. He's he's got to stay. They're, they've done it. They've done it exceptionally well. Again, we'll get into when we do the episode on Far From Home because yes. it's just phenomenal. And yes, it's okay. Yeah. yeah, they've done. They're doing it. They know what they're doing. Um, okay, so interesting. So, so the movies that are not um, I, Little Eternals news. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, more rumors, yeah. More. No, this is all rumors. But uh, Salma Hayek apparently has signed on for the Eternals. Also, a, a great casting choice to get her yes. into the MCU. I love Salma. Absolutely. No, I mean, that's that sounds great. Um, totally uh, looking forward to that. And then and then obviously tons of Black Widow set photos. <laughs> oh, man, I know. <laughs> to where, okay, I mean, like, and again, this is, the, I mean, you know, here, non-spoiler is, yeah. she has red hair. I think everybody Ooh, knew that. <laughs> twist. Right? Um, but now semi-spoiler territory. Um, interesting. Uh, there was a couple photos that came out. Again, this is uh, like end of June. Um, that had the name Yelena Yelena Belova. Mm-hmm. Is that how I'm saying that right? I believe so. Yeah. Which is uh, I you know that's she she would be the inherit inherit the Black Widow name. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, she was if, a, a rival. She was also uh, uh, was Black Widow. Sort of. I guess in the official. Handbook of the Marvel Universe, Ohatmu, uh, she would be known as Black Widow 2. So she took over that that title for a while and was running around 2. It was a rival and then eventually became Black Widow for a while too while Natasha was, I don't know, incapacitated, dead. It's Marvel Universe that happens for a lot of those. But interesting, like, um, and they've got it's what? Interesting idea. It's, what is it, Florence Pug? Pug, I think is how you spell her last name. She's the uh, one who was in the... Pug, but yeah. Pug? Oh, okay. She's the one who played um, Paige in the uh, WWE movie that came out. Oh. Like six months ago. She was okay. uh, fighting with my family. Okay. So, um, kind of cool. She fits the part. I mean, she'd totally yeah. be great. Right. Um, okay, but the, the, the cast... Like again, this is all. This yeah. is all. They keep they keep, they keep uh, finding out about more cast members that are in this movie that officially doesn't exist. Okay, like Rachel Vice, David Harbor, Ray mm-hmm. Winstone. This sounds awesome. Yeah, and there was even a rumor that uh, one of the locations they were they were going to be shooting in was Budapest. So obviously, there's one more person in the cast. Yeah. At least one thing. name that's missing. If that's the yeah. case, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're they're going to do that or not. It's. I, I want to say about it. I think. I mean, obviously, we're big fans of Scarlet and, and big fans of uh, Black Widow, and think that she deserves at least a movie for as, as short shrift as she was given. In, right. Uh, uh, Endgame. Uh, I I don't know what this movie is like. Why? Like you kill her and then give her a movie. Well, I, you I set the seed. It. Yeah, no, it's it's got to be okay. Again, this is all you know guessing. Well, sure, it's all it's, it's got it's it's got to be like the end of uh, Cap- the first Captain America movie. So it ends with her getting recruited by Shield. Yeah, it it ends it ends flash forward to the present, and here's the new person. Like you, somehow the whole arc connects. 
And I'm sure, and I am sure, based on what they've said, you're going to learn things that you didn't know about the the current stories and current characters, and you're mm-hmm. going to go, ah, uh, and everything's yeah. going to connect. Um, yeah. But now, but also interesting that the villain is uh, rumored to be Taskmaster. Yeah, there was they they, they shot a uh, there was on set they spotted a person in blue armor with a, a similar looking mask, and it seemed right. to be that would tie to it. with Taskmaster. It would be a great villain for for Black Widow because it, it's sort of that same sort of power level, kind of like a cap fighting um, Batrock, like a, that same, like, okay, so as opposed to like Cap trying to punch Ultron, you have somebody that's in their same weight class, I guess, and Taskmaster would be a really good one. Uh, and, now, and I'll get into the whole comic history of Taskmaster, should that prove to be who they're actually talking right, about. Right, right. Will, I will, I'll save you now from... Uh, Needless trivia. Oh, so no. I mean, it obviously sounds exciting. It moves us into uh, you know Comic Con. Obviously, everyone's looking forward to uh, the Russos have their own panel apparently in, in yep. Hall H. Yep, it has not. It is not a Marvel panel. It is a, a Russos panel. And right. uh, Marcus and McFeely, the writers, also have their own Hall H panel. And also not connected to Marvel. I mean, they'll at least talk about stuff, but they're not there as representatives of Marvel or under a Marvel banner. They're just outside of as, outside of the Marvel panel that will also exist too. Correct. Supposedly, yeah, yeah, okay. Still, they announced a bunch like um, our our own Agents of Shield are getting their own uh, our panel, uh, but that's still the Marvel Studios panel is still just all they have is a time. It all, it's Saturday night. I think it's five o'clock. They have that hour, and that's all they've said. They have not said if who's going to be there or anything else. Just Kevin Feige if, and question mark? If they don't have some type... I mean, I'm not saying they have to reveal the whole Phase 3 slate. Yeah. But if they don't have some sort of massive announcement, <laughs> that's that's not going to go well. <laughs> it's got to be something. It's got to I mean, be who knows? It's got to be something. Uh, um, and, is it something... It'll be, uh, we'll see. I'm thinking Black Widow is, is pretty much a lock at this point. Right. Um, maybe like they did with the Mandalorian. Maybe they'll do a little D twenty like D. Oh, sorry, Disney Plus stuff, and they'll show maybe a little bit from whatever the first series is going to be. Probably Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then right. I'm hoping they're going to do something big, like announce a movie and a cast at the same time, and actually have people come out and, and stuff like that. Like they'll say, "Oh, we're also doing Eternals, and here to talk about it is Sama Hayek, you know, Keanu Reeves." No, Angela that Jolie. I can't believe all the people that they've rumored that have been in this. Yeah, like completely. Them all come out as as sort of like a new another you know team. Did you see to like a person? Well, so so kind of t- uh, touching base with Disney Plus. Um, this was an article on MovieWeb.com. Uh, uh, Kevin Feige his his whole like little preview of the Disney Plus series. His quote, his quote was, these shows will do things shockingly and unexpectedly that change those characters in big ways, so the next appearance on the big screen will be formed by what they've gone through in the Disney Plus series. Interesting. That, yeah, that's a lot. That's the uh, the yeah. one, you've got to wonder then, I mean, and that clearly applies to, um, well, I guess it applies to Wanda. I mean, again, that yeah. really, really, it really makes you wonder what where WandaVision is set yes. and how that works. That's exactly what I thought when you said that. That's the first thing that came to mind is like, what does that mean for WandaVision? Right. Yeah, it's, that's going to be. It's and also, it, right? WandaVision. Yeah, Wanda. Yeah, WandaVision. <laughs> WandaVision. Disney Plus filmed, filmed in stereoscopic WandaVision. WandaVision. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, who knows? But no. But I, that's kind of cool. Look at 
the fact that the, look it when you Disney Plus sounds like it is just going to be all of it. It's gonna, yes. it's, it's going to be amazing, especially if you're a fan of these stories and these characters. Yeah. It, it it's going to bring a lot of stuff to the table. Yeah. Um, so we've got that. Uh, and then last thing, just in the in the in the movie news was there was a random story. Uh, this is off a site called Quirky Bite that mm-hmm. talked about. Um, and who knows? I mean, I just thought this was funny that they absolutely there is somebody who said that there are absolute plans to integrate Deadpool into the MCU. <laughs> and of course, I laughed and I was like, all right. Okay. <laughs> but I, I mean, that would just be amusing. I mean, it's, it, that's got to be the weird tool in the toolbox that they yeah. really must be laboring over and figuring out what to do with. Yeah, because, boy, how do you do that? I mean, hmm. Yeah, do you, I, I, I don't know. Obviously, yeah. you're gonna, well, the next movie you're going to make is going to be a, a Deadpool 3 because they, I guess the merger killed the X-Force movie they were going to do. For now. I, think it was I mean, Rob for, Liefeld yeah. tweeted that out saying, like, hey, rest in peace, X-Force. You were going to be really good because that, that was uh, uh, Drew Goddard had a script and he was going to direct it. Like, it was going to be, a, it was like, it was gearing up. Like, it was going to be shooting this fall, I think. But, then but is that but is that just because it's just not on the table and it, or, or is yeah. there a licensing issue? No, no, it was it was the victim of the merger. Like, oh uh, well, it was it was in the, Disney inherited all of those Fox projects in various states. So we're seeing some of that now. Like they basically like, well, we have this stuff. What are we gonna do with it? Uh, well, I guess we'll put it out. I mean, there are movies that were nearly completed that were shooting all, all these things, and but they when they got to the we're in we're finished we're in development on those are the ones they could easily go no 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 because they they're they especially when it came to any of the um marvel properties they were like, and of no, course all now those, all those are dead i mean if, and and the only ones that we're going to see anymore are the ones that actually were shot so that's why right. we're still going to see new mutants somewhere oh right i don't know where I, I, i'm thinking it's probably going to end up on hulu since Disney yeah. Too. Well, because I mean, because I was just going to say, any discussion right now that happens in a boardroom about those kind of things, mm-hmm. someone just puts the Dark Phoenix poster on the wall and everyone yeah. stops talking. <laughs> then, that's right. Okay. They when they they go and they like break. The, I saw the report was it actually did worse than fan, the, the last Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. bad. It's a it's a set end to a really important friendship. Out of respect to the creative process, we've pretty much we we just avoided talking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there, and there's because good those, people like, good people spend a lot of time yes. trying to make something. We yeah. get it. It was but, and same thing with and I kind of feel bad. Same with New Mutants. New Mutants has been kicking around for so long. It's like at this point, just give it back to the the director. Let him do what he was originally going to do and just write it off. Like let us see it and then just write it off. Don't try and make it into the next big tentpole event Blair Witch you know thing just put it out the way it was originally going to be and then just walk away and be like eh yeah I don't know I don't know know. Um, so okay I'm I'm really not cynical about all this kind of stuff it's just I really want everything to be awesome and everyone to succeed but at some point you just gotta accept it and move on this uh, it is what it is guys yeah um, okay, speaking of speaking of interesting, successful stuff. Um, now this is a, just a segue, but I'm going to get to my main point. Okay. So if you're, you know, obviously, probably if you're listening, or you know, we're we're fans of Star Wars, obviously, just as much sure. as everything else. Yeah. So there's been a lot of crazy talk about Galaxy's Edge being empty at Disneyland mm-hmm. for the yeah. last couple of weeks, and I found a story talking about 
um, the what they are working on at California Adventure, the old Bugs Life Land, yeah, um, is going to be Marvel Land. Right. However, interesting that it. Do you know that it can, apparently cannot be called Marvel Land, and it can't be. And in fact, they can't say Marvel. Oh, I, I, don't, I, mean, I know a little bit about some of the weird history and stuff too. But uh, so this is off a yeah, this is off of this is off of the uh, Thrillist website, Thrillist.com. Okay. Talked about the, the the all the 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 permits have been approved, and obviously they're in the. If you go to apparently California Adventure now, there are Stark Industries mm. um, under construction. You know, fencing all up over that yeah. area, and there are meet and greets with uh, Black Panther and right. Black Widow and uh, Captain America. So the interesting part is, is that um, this is the L.A. Times apparently reported this. Disney can't use certain Marvel characters at theme parks east of the Mississippi. Yes. And And it can't use the word Marvel in the title to any theme park land because... Prior to the Disney's acquisition of Marvel, <laughs> yes. there were all these other licensing agreements. So Disney has to honor like the the Universal Islands mm. of Adventure in Florida yep. that has Spider Man and Hulk and Doctor Doom and Storm and X Men and all this craziness. And I'm like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, for for those of you who don't know, um, back in the day when before Marvel was was bought by Disney, when they were an independent company and having severe financial problems, uh, this was during the early 2000s when Spider Man. The Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy was sort of the the, the top of the heap. Um, Blade and all stuff was was sort of what Marvel was. Uh, they signed a licensing agreement with Universal because Universal was trying to compete with Disney World in Florida, and they created this thing called the Island of Adventure. And one of the ones, and they and they licensed a ton of properties. Like Jurassic Park is that Universal Studios, which because it's owned by them. But there's a like most of the other stuff is not owned by them. They just sort of license it out. Uh, there's, that's why Harry Potter is at Universal. Universal doesn't own Harry Potter. They license it from Warner Brothers. But So they, when they were doing the adventure, each island was supposed to have its own thing, and they licensed the characters from Marvel. But this, the deal they signed, because <laughs> Marvel at the time was just like, yes, whatever, we'll just, we need cash. Like, whatever, you would, we'll have anything. They said, okay, here's the deal. You can't have any other theme parks that use any of these characters or their name within 150 miles of Orlando. And nothing, and basically, yeah, the entire East Coast that counted for that's that's what the East of the Mississippi thing comes from. Uh, nothing in that thing, and and the deal is in perpetuity. So that's until, insane. Yes, exactly. Until until Universal says no, no, you can have it, or Disney just buys them, which they seem to be in the habit of doing right now. Um, it they they'll it'll be that way forever. So technically. It only counts for the characters that were in the deal. So, unfortunately, that's all the Avengers. But it doesn't count for Guardians of the Galaxy, which is why you're going to see a Guardians of the Galaxy ride showing up at Epcot in about two years. And that's why, and that's, why that's the first thing they rolled out at California Adventure. Right. So, and, and exactly. That's why it can be there. No problem at all. So, I think, technically... Uh, we're we're in uh, Arizona, so like we're close. To Disneyland is our sort of local park. We could have Marvel Land, Marvel World, Marvel Studios, whatever, if we wanted to. But I think Disney, because of their they're so branding conscious, they're going to call it the same thing in both parks because they don't want to differentiate between the two. So because they can't use it at one park, they're not going to use it in any of the parks. That's, that's my insane. Guess. I, I mean, that's because, crazy. Because it's easier to sell keychains when you don't have to make two different keychains, right? 
Oh my God! Seriously. <laughs> but yeah, there's they. So what we well we don't know exactly what's going to be in the whatever they're going to call it. Mar, but at this point, Marvel Marvel Land, the, the whatever Galaxy's Edge, but for Marvel. Uh, but there is a Iron Man simulator ride, kind of like Star Tours, that's open in. Oh, I can't. I think it's Hong Kong Disneyland. Right. Uh, there is a Buzz Lightyear Astro Blaster style. Ant-Man and the Wasp nano battle ride. Oh, I've heard about this. I heard it's all, and yeah, I heard the, it's going to be awesome. Is pretty, I watched it on YouTube. Yes. The footage is actually pretty cool because it's actually really them. It, they actually had them record yes. new footage in suits and like they're miniaturizing, getting bigger. And yes, yes, yes. That, that no, it's, and it's you cool. and you could do that really well. That could be a lot of fun. And it has it has another. It's a really. It, I won't spoil it for those, but for those who want to watch it on YouTube, but there's a really good villain they chose to to be the bad guy in that, which is one of those like brilliant strokes of like. Uh, of uh, Marvel innovation, uh, and then the 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 real thing I'm most excited about, and both those rides are are, are legit. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's really cool. There is a Spider-Man ride they're working on, and you can find the Disney blogs are are, are covering this much better. Um, but there is a patent that Disney has filed for a web-slinging sort of vehicle that would be like be like swinging through the streets of New York with Spider-Man, like on, on sort of like a moving arm, kind of like what the uh, Harry Potter ride is, but even more intense. So wow. that is the one I'm most uh, excited about. Like, I'll tell you what. going to be? Because the, the Universal Highlands of Adventure Spider-Man ride is really good, and they've upgraded to, to 3D, 4K, and it's really, really good then too. It still holds up. Interesting. So, what can Disney do with the modern technology and, and the MCU? Well, that's yeah, that's you think very it, exciting. You think it's got to be cool. Um, well, I had that, and then uh, toy news. Uh, so, this was kind of cool. This was an announcement for a San Diego, San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Mm-hmm. They're doing a two pack of Marvel Legends. The, this is my favorite. Uh, the the action figures are about the five inch scale. These are super detailed, super great. They are doing a pack of the Collector and the Grandmaster. Oh, nice! And they look amazing. <laughs> They're absolutely fantastic. Um, so if you're a fan of those, uh, definitely check those out. And get... Okay, so believe it or not, uh, we have breaking news. Breaking news? Yeah, I was just looking... I was pulling up one of my links, and I just had an up link update, and I have breaking news about one of the movies we just talked about. Ooh, do tell. According to Variety, Stranger Things star Millie Bobby Brown has joined the cast of The Eternals. Interesting. That's now, great casting. And it gets I mean, I, I, just because I think she's amazing and I'm happy to see in a big time project that isn't, you know, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Or um, um and what you were just saying is about when we were talking about Hall H, yeah. it says they mention her name in an article about what we can expect from Marvel at Comic Con this year. And Brown is mentioned in a lineup of names of actors who are part of the Eternals project to appear. Well. So that that makes it very interesting. Yeah, I, I you know, I think they're, I think if this should just be true, obviously it's all rumors. Right. So but Variety right, right, right. is a, a pretty oh, legit Oh, Variety's source. pretty legit. I mean, I, uh, <laughs> won't disparage them at all. Uh, if it's the case, I think they're doing the smart thing as opposed to doing the Chris Hemsworth route where they find the, the person and then sort of like groom them into the role. I think it, with Eternals being so far out there, even further out than uh, Guardians of the Galaxy in terms of, of recognition... I think packing it with star power of great performers is a really solid strategy. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen some of the other? Because it's in this article. I'm looking at it right now. Have you seen who else is, is rumored to be in the movie? Uh, well, I know. Like I, I know. We talked about Salma, uh, Keanu, um, 
Angelina Jolie was rumored for a while. Yeah. Really Bobby Brown. Who else do you have the... Cool. Well, Angelina Jolie and uh, Ku, uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Oh, yeah. That'd so that's cool. a... Pr- that's a pretty well, interesting he's cast. Like he's halfway. To, he was just in Men in Black International with two Marvel stars. So you know, maybe it's maybe it's catching. Welcome to the club. There you go. <laughs> I think. Well, anyway, I just that, I that just made it too because he's really really talented. Well, that's well okay. A lot to look forward to at Comic Con. Yeah. Which uh, wasn't we were not saying that two months ago. Yeah, that's right. We're just like eh, Marvel skipping it. What are you gonna do? And now it's like oh, something huge is coming. So that's a good to news. That's uh, I think that covers my news. Okay. They're in good shape. All right, all right. So all right. So I think that covers news. So we will uh, we will be back to uh, talk about the next episode of Agents of Shield. So stick around. Welcome back. All right. So we are here to talk about Agents of Shield season six, episode two, Window of Opportunity. Uh, so what was your initial impression of the episode? Um, Melinda rocks. <laughs> she does. She absolutely does. Oh my god, she's back. Okay, I you know remember we talked about this in the first episode and I was like, mm-hmm. "Whoa, why did she go so soft, right?" Like, no. No, no she's back. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> I just I love like her facing off against a giant, you know, like and and she doesn't even flinch. No, she's That's like whatever. What I love about about the cavalry. Which, oh, I shouldn't call her that cuz she doesn't like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but she's yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> It made me. It made me want to see her meet up with Captain Marvel in the future. Oh yeah, I say like they that's, both. They that's both that's just the one have a whole... that was missing from that tapestry and Endgame of we got this. Yes, we need to have Agent May. Yeah, no, and she. It, you know, I mean, we we talked a little bit about this, and I got and I got you know because I've been I've been again watching this after being away from Agents of Shield for a few years. Um, this is really. It's very interesting. I'm I'm intrigued where the season's going. Yeah, me too. I actually I really don't know what the thing and. Having sort of mentally divested myself away from the whole this is part of the MCU thing, just having it as a as a fun Marvel adventure, kind of like the way I approached the Netflix series. Like right. it really it made it so much better for me of just like, hey, I just love all these characters. I want to see them on their next adventure. I don't care when we have to ex- we have to explain why Captain America isn't showing up or why they don't call Hawkeye in or any of those kind of things. It's just you know, it's their own straightforward thing. They're having to deal with this. Yeah, we we learned uh, quite a few things in this one um, that these this group. Do they, I don't know if they, do they even have a name? Sarge, no, Jekko, Sergeant, Pax, is Sergeant's Snowflake, group, Tinker. Yeah, yeah. Sarge's group. Um, they are from. They're traveling through multiple realities. So, whereas another major Marvel project swerved us with the whole multiverse thing, Agents of Shield full on embraces us with the the multiverse. Uh, And uh, we find out that they've been traveling place to place. Now, the they find the. I know I'm jumping around and stuff too. I don't. I don't think we really need to go chronologically through all the thing. But well, because because it really is only like four things happen. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. I mean, like it's it, and yet I didn't feel like it was spinning wheels because I felt no, like we really no. learned some stuff and we uh, there's there's some there's a, there's a great heist in the middle of it uh, there's some really cool stuff with portals um, but we we learned that they're from alternate reality they're traveling through their they're a very close-knit team so I, I like the fact that they're all kind of fractured now because one of their members got killed even though this group it sounds like has gone through several members over the course of time uh, uh, it seems to just uh, one I think uh you see, I, I don't even know all the characters. I have the list of names, but I don't know who's who. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, is uh, which is which is the uh, the one woman on their team? 
Is that Pax? Oh. I, like my names, the names I have here are Jacko, yeah, Pax, Pax, and Snowflake. So yep, she's Pax. It's Pax. It's Jacko's Pax. the big guy, and Snowflake is the sort of nerdy tech guy. The nerdy, the nerdy paranoid guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's the one who misses Tinker. Right. Uh, uh, so he's the one who's having the most problem adjusting to just uh, the group of them there. And there's some interesting dynamics between the group that we see that they're not a uh, a fully tough military machine like you know a, a, a no they're a bunch of, of misfit, misfit mercenaries yeah, yeah yeah just you know like a scavengers traveling from right. place to place now when they they finally get the footage off of Tinker and they watch it their assumption is that these people come to a place they destroy it and they leave I don't know if that's the case though because I, I got the impression that they come to places that are dying they get what they can and they get out before it happens right that being said Sarge has a pretty wicked looking weapon that he was trying to fire off into the atmosphere. So they could be burned through the atmosphere, get everything they can and go. I don't know. Well, I guess we're going to find out as time yep. goes. And we also found out that Sarge is 100% Phil Coulson. Which, what? Yeah, I know. Like, I was wondering if it's just like, oh, it just happens. He looks like him. Well, what are you going to do? But this is a Phil Coulson from another reality who... I don't know. Did did you get the impression he was reacting to the name when she said? Oh no! It? There, oh no! Definitely, he's reacting to the name. There's okay. something, but he's re- he's reacting to it. I didn't get the chance. I didn't get the impression that he's reacting to it as if it's unlocking something in his brain. Mm-hmm. It's some disgust in his part. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, okay. Uh, like, that's how. Like, I, that's how. That was a name. That was a name I had before, but I don't go by that anymore. Yeah. Or do you no, think no, it was like in his reality he was never named Phil Coulson? Ex- no, I think I think his his idea is that how dare oh, yeah, you he, say I could have been anything else but this? Right. Oh yeah, yeah. He that's what I'm, that's what I'm about, getting. Uh, it rings a bell. So I guess it was right. in his version of reality that that did happen. Like this is what happened if everything had right. gone wrong and he never had joined Shield and gotten his and, and right. ended up becoming a teacher. For those of you who had seen last season, May having to deal with the fact that the new guy that she has to hunt down looks just like the other one and. And this is what's great about this is she she has to stay on her mission. She has to continue on, but has to take into account that this might be the guy that she buried who right. has been resurrected and mind wiped. Because Again. it could happen. <laughs> yeah. Like She has to really figure out, is this the same person or is this someone that looks like him or is someone a bad guy that looks like him that they're trying to mess with me like there's all these things that have to go through her mind but there is that possibility that it is her Phil Coulson it's it's like it's it's some nice drama she has to play between those so they still have made Melinda a tiny bit soft but that's okay yeah yeah she she kicked ass in this episode. It's so yeah. awesome. And and like you get to see the team sort of do their thing where they they go into the the jewelry store and 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 have their uh, their uh, portal esque portals. <laughs> yeah, no the the portal <laughs> was really well done. Portal. I mean, seriously, yeah. that was great. They had some nice gags, especially for a, a like a TV show that doesn't have the time and money to do all the fancy stuff like the them knocking it down and looking down into it and flipping it on its head and I mean yeah there's some good stuff in there and uh, May figuring out the invisible truck was there that was pretty cool uh, some well, good it's, fights. it's a nice way it's a nice way of compensating for the fact that most of your set pieces in this was a 18 wheeler inside a, a, a cargo uh, delivery uh, junkyard yeah 
Yeah. I mean, you know, they no, they did a really nice job. I mean, and, and that doesn't even give you know where Fitz is and everything else. I'm, right, yeah, I'm yeah, really impressed. They're they're doing this show feels. I think I, you know, I've said this. It feels like it's you know Doctor current Doctor Who. Like it's hmm. they're really yeah. trying to be ambitious and work around their budgets. Which I'm sure you know you'll see money on the screen in a later episode of the season. Yeah, and you can and you can also tell that they're sort of uh, dialing through the characters, right? Like in the first episode, we got everybody. Like we're, we got we're checking in on everyone, seeing how they are. In this one, it was like, all right, let's focus on May a little bit on Yo-Yo and Fitz and and Sarge and his group. So like those yeah. are the three sort of main focuses that we're going to like, you know. Uh, Daisy didn't have a whole lot to do. You know, there's like most of the rest of the cast were just sort of background players in this. And but I think that 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 will turn. I think because and also um, your favorite character Simmons. Uh, Simmons just showed up at, with her group at the end. So I think next episode will probably be a more her centric episode. It, it, you have no idea how much it disgusted me when they show up and they they just <laughs> left. And I'm like, oh my god, you like, suck oh, so much. We right need to put there. tape on your mouth and like literally lock you in a box. So let's talk about the uh, the Fitz and Enoch adventures. Now that okay, and Enoch, I know I, I jumped the gun on the last episode because mm-hmm. I had seen I had seen the episode, second episode. I love Enoch. <laughs> He's great, isn't he? <laughs> love him. What a, I'll tell you, I really enjoyed this whole little subplot in it about them getting they're them getting caught. How they trick um, what's his name Vero, yeah, the the crazy guy, yeah. and just you know earning the trust of the of the engineers and stuff. I mean, this was it was excellent. One thing I had totally forgotten. He what, after they 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 talked about what their plans were, and he's like, "Oh, then you have to go back in your pod." He's like. Oh yeah, because I have to get to I have to get to Simmons. Yeah, I've got time, and I was like, "Oh, that's right! I totally forgot. This Fitz doesn't know yeah. <laughs> that all that stuff had happened. He's still on the same mission." I was like, "Oh my gosh, he's still on like on the get to the future so he can save Simmons thing, not knowing that that it worked and they all came back and everything's fine. He saved the world. He's still like on his I'm going to be a hero thing. Oh, She's time travel! I love it." <laughs> Uh, yeah. I wonder how long I wonder how long it's going to be in this in this season before you get the reveal of what is going on with Sarge. And, and I wonder too. Yeah, like I wonder how how far into it are we gonna are we gonna get his his sort of full story about where he came from and what his history is, and then is he the big bad of the season? Like, will it it end with May having to kill him? Right. It was, is that the is that the thing, or is there something worse coming that these guys are just the scavengers and there's you know there's a, a world ending threat coming that they knew about and are getting in and stealing all stuff they're, they're basically time bandits you know they get in before something terrible happens steal all the stuff and then when it gets blown up that's that was uh, uh, Cap Jack Harkness's plan oh my god that's right so it could be that these guys are just they're, they're bad but they're not the worst thing because there's something else that's even worse coming Wait, so you're saying that there's no chance that his Coulson memories are completely revived? He turns and the, the, the season closes with him in Linda's arms? And I that's it? am not saying that because that that's also seems like a very television thing to do in that they, oh my God, they, have, totally. a, uh, they have a memory backup of Coulson and they use it to overwrite him. Because it's because it's interesting, they're, they're doing something similar on Arrow in the last season too where they have the, the actress... Her character dies, but the actress came back as an evil alternate version of that same person from another reality and was a full-on villain, and now they have redeemed her over the course of two seasons. And now, even though she's not the same person, she's on the side of good and like wants to do good for it, too. It's like, are they trying to do the same thing in the course of 13 episodes where it's they've done it over 44 episodes in Arrow? 
Wow. Because, you know. Well, I did I also like uh, Yeah. I still like, and I like Yo-Yo. Yeah. The, the I, I do like her character. Yeah. I'm curious I hope they, to see I hope they give her more season. to do. Like I said, they're, they're cycling through, but I hope they give her more to do than just, I'm mildly attractive to boring white guy number seven. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I don't hey. necessarily, I don't, I'm not a shipper in terms of like getting her to go back together with Mac, but at the same time, this guy, really? Yeah. Like, well. Okay. Honestly, I mean, the, the, that episode wasn't more complicated than that, but I just loved, I loved, okay, Melinda May again. Yep. Awesome. Yes. I love Enoch. Yep. I love, I love the whole play of, uh, of minds on that. And then, yeah, and then I got gut punched by, you know, them missing each other's symbols and <laughs> stupid. Just Jeez, for crying out loud. Yeah. So, I, uh, like, no, uh, it's good. Fitz it is, continues like, to, I, I'm like, I'm liking this fits too. Like he's, you know, having to use his, his smarts, his wits to, to get out of these situations and let the, the bad guy essentially kill himself because he anticipated him being evil yeah. and selfish and that's exactly what he did so it, was, it wasn't with purpose no he's got purpose yeah. I like it Yeah, very good yeah. Yeah, it was really cool so alright so we'll uh, we'll be back um, uh, soon actually the next thing you'll hear will be our uh, our full Far From Home special and then we'll be back with uh, more bullpen bulletins uh, and discussions of Agents of the Shield next time so thank you all awesome. for listening uh, we'll see you further on up the road bye